good Sunday morning and happy NFL week one. Everybody, sideline junkies coming through. We got the boss, BJ. Yo. Of course, you got the big guy, KG. Hopefully, we joined by the man of the hour, Delante, Jim, Andrew. So, let's get it started, man, because we got to get fantasy kind of set. Everything's got to be done. You know, this is like a – we had no preseason, so this is a dry run. We got to just jump out the gate. Let's hope we don't pull our head on, the, on today's show. Indeed, brother. Indeed, this is going – this is definitely a rough draft. NFL, week number one. Um, a lot of people were, were unsure if we was going to even have football because of the whole COVID things. So we got it. It's here. Um, I thought Adam Schefter said something about the Jacksonville Jaguars being the only team having fans. I didn't under, quite understand that, but because the Chiefs had fans. Mm-hmm. So Disgusting. I, I didn't quite understand. I didn't quite understand what he was saying. I know, I know, Washington's not having fans, right? No, not at all. So it, it, it's going to be interesting to see around the league what's going on with the fan thing. You know, if they're going to do fans and do the uh, social distancing. So we we will see. So without further ado, which I've been waiting for, I I and let me before we get into NFL Week One, I, I just want to let y'all know. They called me the boss for a reason. I cut the check to the man in the truck. So we shouldn't have any interruptions. And we should be good. Matter of fact, he's giving me the thumbs up. Good. He blocked this sound out just for us. And we're going to be good to go. So let's do this. NFL, week number one. If you haven't listened to the show before, um, I like to, to put up the NFL lines. And it tells you what, you know, the Vegas spread you know, what team is favored, the over-under on points. And I wrote it down about an hour ago. And just in an hour, it's changed. So I'll be reading directly from the website as we go through the games. And we're we're changing up our format a little bit. We're not going to be picking the whole slate of NFL Week 1 games or NFL Week per by week. We'll be doing um, our teams and the marquee games with, with what we think are marquee games. Oh, uh, hey, KG, actually, we need to add the Seahawks and the Falcons to the marquee game. Okay. See how we do it. We said it was going to be a rough draft. Yeah, I get the, the pre-production of the show and the production at the same time. Y'all should be considering yourself lucky, all right? Because like, this is right like right here. These two brains put together, yeah, we're we going to show you some stuff. So let's let's get into it, KG. Let's start with... Let's start with the other marquee games, and then we'll leave our teams for last and get a little bit more in-depth into that. So which one do you want to do first? Let's go ahead and start with uh, – let me see. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's go – let's go say uh, Seattle um, Seattle uh, Seahawks versus the Falcons. Seahawks versus the Falcons. All right, so the current line for the Seahawks versus the Falcons, that's a 1 p.m. game in Atlanta. Um, the Seahawks are favored by one point with the over-under being 48.5 points. So that means that if you're betting this, and they, it, what I'm on is Vegas Insider, and they'll have you know different, um, different sports betting sites up top, FanDuel, DraftKings, 
Circuit Sports, BetMGM, and they'll have different lines all across. But we're just doing the open, okay? So we're doing the open. So Seattle, Wash, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle versus Atlanta. Seattle's a one-point favorite, and and to be a one-point favorite on the road, usually the the give if they're kind of unsure is three points. You'll see three points. Three points is. Yeah, they're the favorite, but they're they're the favorite maybe just because they're home. They're getting that that edge. But Seattle's coming from Seattle, and they're in ATL, and they're favored by one point, 48 and a half. What you think about this, KGL? Which team are you going to take here? You can't bet against Russell Wilson, especially he playing against Matt Ryan. Uh, Julio Jones may be healthy, and if I'm not mistaken, Calvin Ridley. Is healthy, um, but I'm still going Seattle. And how you how you feeling that over under forty eight and a half for for the total points? You going they going to do more than that, or you think that's about right, or you think it's going to be less than that? I say about it's going to be less than that. Okay, so you taking under the points? Okay, yeah. And see, everything I got written from an hour ago, I'm telling y'all, literally an hour ago, it has changed. Most of it has. Seattle's still a one-point favorite, but the overrun on the points have changed. Um, Seahawks, Falcons, if I had to pick another team to root behind, I think it'd be Seattle because I love Russell Wilson. I love the way Seattle plays. Um, we talk about all the time, NFL, the better quarterback is usually the winner. And right here, for me, you always know that I always question Mr. Matt Ryan. He, 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 has it. he has it. He don't have it like Russell Wilson does. So I'm taking Seattle. I'm taking the points. And as far as right now, the 48, um, if this was later in the season, I may go over 48 and a half. But I think, you know, we, we, we won. Uh, we know Seattle's well coached. Um, uh, I don't want to say Atlanta's not well coached, but they're not as well coached as Seattle is. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with KG. I'm gonna go under on the 48 and a half. Um, you're probably looking at first week of the season. I say 24-17 uh, Seattle, 24-20. That's that's what I'm looking at as far as uh, uh if I had to predict the score, I'm I'm gonna go. Oh, 2420. That'd be 44 points. 2420 Seattle. That's that's what I, I, that's my that's my choice, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> where, we got next? where we going next, KG? Oh, that's your choice, and you sticking to it. It, it that's is a good because I, 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 I was trying to decide if I'm doing 2417 or 2420. I'm gonna do 2420. Okay. I'm gonna leave it there. I'm I'm leave, I'm walking away from it. All right, let's go. Uh, Bucks Saints. Ooh man. Okay. Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. Uh, oh. if I'm not mistaken, I gotta check out again. No, Mike Evans was questioning. I have him in fantasy, and he wasn't generating any point. So. Yeah, let me see. Is he still out? He's still questionable. Okay, 
Uh, you want to go first? Uh, what's the line on that? All right, so we're looking at Tampa Bay in New Orleans. The the line is New Orleans by four and a half, and the over under is fifty and a half. Hmm. You know how much I love to breathe. I know. I know you do. Despite his ignorance on some topics, still love him. We talking, uh, about, pure, we talking about purely football, because like we said, we can make a whole nother show out of that stuff. Yeah. Now we talking football. Um, damn. But they done put some weapons around Tom Brady. This is going to be a shootout. And what was the, what was the over-under? The over-under is 50 and a half. I think they're going, they're going over that. Like, when I say shootout, I'm talking 45-42. No you think it's going to get up that high for week one? Yeah. Because Tom Brady, you got two of the elder statesmen at, at quarterback trying to prove that they can still hang with the young puppies and they still got TB12 is, what, 41? I think so. Drew Brees is 41. And it's crazy because I, I, I watch, we, we've pretty much watched these dudes' entire career. Yeah. All. Wow. Man, I, I would love to see it go down in the tide 45-45, but I'll say 45-42. Last second field, but I think we'll let still a kicker in uh, New Orleans. So give me New Orleans 45-42, but I don't think Tampa Bay loses another game after that. I'm going to have to disagree with you here, brother, because as we talk about NFL week one. I know Tom Brady's at the helm, but everybody on that offense except Gronk is new. I think Gronk is going to be his safety blanket like he was in, in, in uh, New England. So they'll move to change. Gronk is Gronk. Okay? Gronk is in shape. He's ready to go. Tom's ready to go. Uh, Mike Evans, Godwin, you know, you still got some weapons down there. So Brady's going to move it up and down the field, but this is their first live action game. And I know we know TB12 don't need a whole bunch of live action to, to get in the game. Flow. Um, so I guess I am going with you. Um, but I, I, I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I, I'm going to take the Saints at home. Um, I'm going to take the I'm going to take the four and a half, but I'm going to say, oh, man, what did I say? It was 50. Boy, I'm going to take the Saints 27 to 20. 27-20, New Orleans, and only because this is Tom Brady's first live action with this team. And after this, you know, I think the ball will get rolling down there. I mean, you just don't put stuff together, especially in the NFL, and it just starts working. So I'm very interested to see how they, you know, gel together. They got they need some gel time on the field. And New Orleans is going to be a hostile environment. Um, everybody's ready for it. So New Orleans 27 to 20. Um, so that leaves, we got the Cowboys, Rams, and the Packers, Vikings, and then we're going to get uh, to our squads, which are the Eagles visiting Washington today and the Jets in Orchard Park 
taking on my bill. So let's do, let's say the Cowboys and the Rams for last because they're eight, the eight o'clock game and we'll shoot to the Packers at the Vikings in Minnesota. Uh, let's see here. Trying to find it. So I can give you the line. Here we go. Green Bay and Minnesota. So Minnesota is a three point favorite with the uh, over under being 46 and a half. Um, man. Talk to me, KG. Now, you know, the Minnesota quarterback, Kirk, my favorite cousin, uh, does not, he performs pretty good throughout the season. But I, I just, I'm not even sure. You know, not even knowing what he looks like. And what was the over-under? I keep missing the over-under. The over-under was uh, 46 and a half. I think they're going to hit that. I'll say, well, I think they're going to go on it. I'll say 28-17 Green Bay. 28-17 Green Bay? Yeah. 28-17. All right, well, I'm I'm going on the other side. I think that, um, wow, the, the, what, I'm, I'm trying to look. The site just updated again. Oh, it's still 46 and a half. And three. So I like Minnesota. You know, I like Kirk Cousins. You know, I think he's one of the best passing quarterbacks in the league. Now, we're not talking about, I know, I know categorizing stuff is, is, is maybe the easy way out, but I don't put him in the same category as Patrick Mahomes, but he's a hell of a passive passing quarterback if you look at his stats. Okay. I think the Vikings overall are the better team. They're at home. And I'm going to lean towards the Vikings taking out uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Um, 46 and a half. I'm going to go over the 46 and a half because these two teams know each other. I know it's week one, but you're talking about two veteran quarterbacks that basically have some of the same toys they had last season. Um, like I said, I. If we see the Kirk Cousins that is the deadly passer, you know, we're talking about Minnesota being a scoring machine. So I'm going to go Minnesota over Green Bay. Um, man, I'm going to go 27-24 Vikings. 27-24, I think it's going to be a good game. And it's going to come down to a possession. I think I feel like the Packers are going to be kind of like battling back, and you'll probably see some Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers magic that falls short. So I'm going Vikings 27-24 in Minnesota over the Packers, and that takes us to our final marquee pick before we get to the home teams. And um, if if Junie uh, Jim and Big D, Delonte don't join us. They'll pick their squads, and we'll just we'll we'll put it in the uh, we'll put it in the file. So they 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 would be picking the Steelers and the Broncos. So we'll let them do their thing. Um, Cowboys and St. Louis at the Rams. 
KG, uh, let me find it because let me make sure it didn't change. I wrote it down. Nope, it's still the same, actually. Let me tell you this. Okay. The Cowboys aren't in St. Louis. They're in uh, L.A. Brand new stadium. How long have I been doing that? Oh, man. Since they moved. I I cannot stop saying St. Louis. And I I can't do it. L.A., L.A., I'm going to get it right. This season, I'm get it right. The when they moved the Cowboys, Louis, say that again. When they moved to St. Louis, we were still saying L.A. because we grew yeah. up. It was the L.A. Rams. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just gonna take some getting used to. So uh, Dallas is in L.A. to take on the Rams. The uh, Dallas is a two and a half point favorite in L.A. and the point spread is fifty and a half. Shoot away, KG. Tell me about this. Talk to me about this one. Well, number one, they are opening a new stadium today. No preseason games. This stadium that they shared with the Chargers down in L.A., SoFi Stadium. And this thing is beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, What is the seat? It's seats. 70,240, but it can be expandable to 100,240 for Super Bowl, WrestleMania, FIFA Cup, Summer Olympics, and other major events. That's crazy. And it's out, it looks like it's out in the desert. <laughs> it don't look like it's much close to it. It, it just it looks like it's off to itself from the uh the area view. But this land thing, they got a redeem. I mean, they've been strong the last three seasons. And they fell off a little bit last season, just a little bit. But I'm going to rock with, and the Cowboys, I'm not saying this because I I don't like the Cowboys. I'm going to say this because it's the truth. The Cowboys made some decent upgrade. You know, C.D. Lamb, I want to see what he does. Trayvon Diggs on defense. I want to see what he does. You still got Ezekiel Elliott, which is a top five running back in the league. And if he, like we always say, he gets 20 to 25 touches in any way. That's the Cowboys win. Dak Prescott is my uh is my X Factor. Which Dak is gonna show up? Is it gonna be Dak that has the great decision making, or is it gonna be Dak that seems like he got happy feet? And throws the ball all over the place. And not in a good way. So I'm gonna go LA Rams 31 30. Going to LA Rams to home? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. Um let me tell you about these two teams. These two teams have a lot of expectations yearly and fail to (laughs) capitalize on those expectations yearly. Okay, the Rams, I don't have faith in the Rams. I don't have faith in Jared Goff. Now, you know, the better quarterback of the two is Dak Prescott. He proved it with the stats last year. He proved it with the play. Um, New coach in town with the Cowboys. So now, can 
Um, I forgot his name. He used to coach the Packers. You, it'll come back to me. Can he, Mike McCarthy, thank you. Can he develop play calling strategy for them to get over that hump? That's they, they, they just are not, they have a team, they have a squad. Can they get over that hump? We already know what the Rams got. Okay. One of the best coaches in the league. I just don't think the quarterback matches the coach at all, right? I'm got I got Dallas going in here and ruining ruining this opening day for this new stadium. Okay, I think it's going to be a good game. Like you like you said, I want to see what CD Lamb does added to that offense. That's a new toy for Dak, Zeke. It's not really too much you can do as far as double team people. If Amari Cooper's healthy, and you know then you got. So worry about Zeke. You, you, if you get if you get caught out of position on this, it's six. You know, and that's dangerous. And the Rams got some toys too. I just I don't have faith in the Rams. So I, I'm gonna go Cowboys. Um, I think this is going to be uh, 34, 34, 27. Cowboys ruining the Rams opening day. Uh, what, what did you say the score was going to be, KG? I said 31 30. I got it close because they always Ram- play each other. 31 30 Rams, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Just writing down, just you know. I told oh, you, yeah. y'all. I told I told everybody to listen. They're gonna get the pre-production and the production at the same time. <laughs> you know, so hey, we 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 gonna be just as uh, sloppy as some of this football you are gonna see uh, coming up. Um, before we move on to the last two games, we're gonna pick, which is the Eagles at Washington and the Jets and the Bills. Um, let's let's just recap real quick. The champs came out and did what they do against the Texans. And we talked about this, um, trying to figure out what, how the Texans were going to react to losing DeAndre Hopkins, and they reacted the way I thought they would. You lost one of the best receivers in the league. You're not going to keep up with the champs. It's not going to happen. Um, I'd say 34-27. I think, what was it, 34-20? Yeah, I think that's the one. Thirty-four twenty. So I was I was good on the Chiefs' points. Um, so any thoughts on that game before we move on to the uh, the last two, KG? I was the only one to jump out there on the, on a limb and pick uh, Houston, and I just I, I I did it on a whim. I did it just to see if. You know, most Super Bowl teams are hungover after that first game. They still riding the high, and they'll lose the first game. You know, they'll get back on track, but they'll lose the first game. So, I just I went out there and picked the went out on the limb, and my branch broke. So, you know what? And I know what you're saying. I know. I know what you're saying about the Super Bowl. I didn't get that feeling with the Chiefs. I felt like if anything, the Chiefs were more focused. You know, they were more focused to come in 
and that they're you know cream of the crop in the in the AFC and in the so I, they did so with that being said who, who we tackling which means we tackle first you want to go to you want to go to Buffalo first or you want to stay right here well you know what you go, I'm gonna let you pick let, let, let's go ahead and take a break and come back and we can go to Orchard Park. All right, got that. Let's do that. Let's do a quick break. Let's pay for it. I see what you're saying, KG. The man in the truck got this this bad look. Okay, okay. Let's let's take a break. Let's pay some bills. We'll come back. We'll finish the last two picks. Going to Orchard Park, Buffalo Jets. Be blissful. All right. <laughs> And just like that, we are back. You are listening to Sideline Junkies NFL Preview Week 1. And I guess we go and slide into Orchard Park at this time, are we? You are looking live. All right, well, let's go. Let's, um, hold on a second. I got to find it. Phone updated on me. All right, here we go. So we got the Jets coming to Buffalo. The Bills are five and a half point favorite, and the over under for this game is forty points on the on the nose. Okay, um, where do I start? I don't I don't have any faith in it. Let me let me not say that because division games are a whole different animal. But I don't have any faith in Jets. Okay, this is a from from the prediction show that we did. And I had the Bills winning the AFC East at 11-5. This is a, is a game you have to win. You cannot let the Jets come into Buffalo and win. So this is a win-at-all-cost game. If it's sloppy, if it's, it's, if it's pretty, however you win. You cannot drop this game at home to the Jets. Okay? Now, here's, here's week one. We got Stefan Diggs, our new toy, Josh Allen, coming into what his his third year, I believe. Year number three. Mm-hmm. All right. So now it, it's time to get down to business. It's time to see if you can lead this team to an AFC East title without TV twelve being there. Now you got a new problem in New England. You know, that's another show. New problem in New England. Number one. The MVP, 2015 MVP. We're not going to get to that, though. I'm just throwing that out there. It is what it is. But for Buffalo to be successful, the Jets and the Dolphins, y'all have to take care of these teams. Because the way our team is, con- I'm not going to say, the way Buffalo is constructed, very good defense, very fast defense, very well coached. Josh Norman, I believe, is out today. Um, I do I do want to see him on the field. I want to see how his play and how, you know, what positions they're going to put him in to um, make him better. He's been burnt toast the last couple of years here in Washington. So they know that. Sam McDermott knows that. So I'm not going to put him in those positions and those situations. You know, uh, again, we know kind of it was a little bit of both, Josh Norman and bad coaching. Um the Bills have to come out and, and swing, swing hard. Let the Jets know you, you're in our house. 
this isn't going to yeah we we're going to knock this out early we're going to we're going to deflate too early i want to see some shots up top to Stephon Diggs. I keep hearing about Josh Allen's big arm, this, that, and other. Okay, great. Now you got a toy to really display that. You got toys underneath. Cole Beasley, Dawson Knox, um, Singletary coming out the backfield. It's, it's there. So now it has to be put together. So with that being said, I'm taking the five and a half points, and I'm going 24 to 10, my Buffalo Bills over the Jets, 24-10. Take it away, KG, because I'm about to go, about to have another hour show over these Buffalo Bills. Take it away from me. You know what? I'm, 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 I'm rocking with you. I don't have any faith in the Jets because Donald, Sam Donald, I don't think he was coached right, number one. I think he's a talented quarterback, but he just wasn't coached right. And until he gets that bad juju off of him, it's going to be downhill. But it's we talk about, like I heard a lot of Washington fans the last few seasons talk about, oh, we cursed, we cursed, we cursed. You want to talk about curse, you talk about the Jets. They went from going to the AFC championship game, what was it, three years in a row? With Rex Ryan and that defense, and they were lights out, and Sanchez, the best thing since the uh, egg Man, white omelet. Don't, don't you do that, Sanchez was the best thing. He was he was serviceable with wait, a, wait, hell wait. Of a run, hell of a running game and a wait. very good defense. No, no, no. I didn't I, – he, he wasn't – he wasn't the best thing since the egg white omelet. Me, I don't like USC quarterbacks. I don't like anybody that comes out of USC. The hell with USC. I mean, okay, when, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. You was, you were saying Sanchez was the best thing. Sanchez was basically like them putting a cardboard box back there, and just having a mechanism that hand the hands the ball off. Right. True. So that yeah, he he was nothing back there. So I don't now, want you, you saying that he was the best thing since sliced bread. Oh no, no, no. That's what everybody was saying when they were when they were winning. Okay. okay. So. You know, that you to go from that to cellar dwellers. And, you know, Buffalo has leapfrogged Miami. Buffalo has leapfrogged uh, the Jets. Now, Buffalo, at this present point, is sitting behind the Patriots. But they're, on the, they're, they're nipping the Patriots' heel Patriots because we don't know what Cam's going to do under Belichick. And I agree with that 100%. Now, when I said you still got to knock them off the throne, even though exactly. Tom Brady's not there, you, you still got Bill Belichick. You, you, now you got Cam Newton, which is a whole different dynamic that they haven't had to deal with. They haven't had to deal with a, a quarterback that can actually take off and be dangerous. So this is a whole different dynamic. You still got to knock them off. So I'm a, I got to go with Buffalo, and I think Buffalo is going to put up. Buffalo can score. But that defense, y'all got a talented defense. And with Josh Norman out, I think that's the best thing for you. So, uh, damn. I'm going to give Buffalo. I'm gonna, Buffalo going to crack 30 today. Buffalo 30, Jets 15. No, I'm sorry, 17. I was going to say 15, but I'll give them a whole 
two touchdowns and a field goal. Okay, that, that'll work. That'll work. All right, our last pick of our first NFL Week 1 show. We come right back home, right here. Uh, whatever you want to say home is for the Redskins, D.C., Landover. We're here. All right? We got Division 4, Philadelphia Eagles, coming into town to take on the Washington football team. One o'clock game. The Eagles, uh, let me double check before I start running my mouth. Let me double check. Okay. The Eagles are now, they were six and a half point favorites earlier. They are now five and a half point favorites with the over under for the game being 45 and a half points. I'm going to go first because I know Kevin is going to do what I did with Buffalo and is going to take it and run. Okay. I like the Washington team. The unknown, the X factor is Dwayne Haskins. We know what Carson Wentz brings to the Eagles. They have the same squad, the same unit. When I say, hey, we've been, this is, I think, our third NFL show, second, whatever it is. And one of the things we've been, I've been saying is, your well-coached teams are probably going to come out the gate firing. Not be, might not be firing 100%, but they're going to be firing. Okay, Ron Rivera is a hell of a coach. You know, um, you're going to see a difference in Burgundy and Gold Sunday, today. I promise you, you're going to see a difference play attitude on the field. Because this, this man, is you love him to death, but he doesn't tolerate simple stuff that's been going on here the last couple of years. With that being said, I have to lean with the Eagles because they are the known product. Can Washington come out of here today and steal something? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they got a couple toys on offense that they drafted that can be hell. Okay? So, and everybody and their mom is waiting to see with 99, 90, 91, 93, with all those boys and girls front together, with Jack Del Rio hitting the switches. Okay, I'm waiting to see this game. But I'm going to lean with the Eagles. I don't, I'm not giving them the five and a half. I think it'll be tight because of the Washington front seven. I think that's going to get an Eagle, Eagles problem. I'm going to go 21-17 Eagles. That's my choice. I'm sticking to it. And I'm, I'm going to mute this thing. I'm going to pass this over to KG because this is the first pick of the season for his Washington football team for the Burgundy and Gold. I know he's excited. It's home. What is it? 11.51. After this, we got to do fantasy football and all that good stuff. So without further ado, the big guy KG, take it away. Brother. I can't say I, I agree with you on the score, 21-17. And the only reason why I agree with you on the score is I had that written down. And, you know, I keep notes of everything. I, can't, I had that written down. And I, but I got Washington winning 21-17. I don't see how in the world these odds makers, the bookmakers can give Philadelphia five and a half points. Number one, you get three points for being home. So basically, you're telling us you're taking the three points from it, 
and giving them an extra five and a half. So basically, you just gave them an eight and a half point swing in our house. Now, I've been checking the inactors. I haven't seen Washington's inactors yet. I, I got an idea, but I haven't seen it. Now, Jalen Hurts, Alshon Jeffries, Miles Sanders didn't make the trip, Casey Tuhill, Lane Johnson, Javon Hargrave, and Derek Barnett are all out today. Out. So, and I think Jason Peters is Nick. Carson Wentz is Nick. Now, you're putting them against, you, you already know what Kerrigan can do. You already know what Sweat can do. Now you adding the Predator in there and Chase Young. We're going to eat good on defense today. It's going to be a lot of pressures. I got Landon Collins at least picking all two passes. One, I'm going back for six. I got the offense doing what they can do, and they're going to control the ball. They're not going, they may not score a lot of games, but this Washington offense is going to control the ball. We always play pretty good against Philly. Not saying we play lights out, but we play pretty good against Philly. What you're not going to do is say you're going to walk into my house and, 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 and sit at my table, at the head of my table, eat my food, burp in my face, and then smack my wife on the ass as you walk out. You won't do that today, Philly. Sorry. You will not. So, Washington football team, 21-17. We will have a 100-yard rusher today. Dwayne Hassens will throw for over 200 yards today. We're just getting started. Nothing drastic. Hey, bro, I... I, I can't sit here and say, are you crazy? I can't because we've seen this since the beginning of the year. Dwayne Haskins was taking it seriously. Trimmed up. He's been practicing. He's been putting in work. Really anxious to see how that translates on the field. Warren, second year. Gandy, Golden, um, McKissick. I want to see. I want to see Scott Turner. I want to see this. I want to see this front seven. Okay, we might be in for a treat. It could. I, I, I can't say that, man. You crazy? The Eagles gonna come in here and walk this out, walk this one out of here. I can't say that. I can't say that because you have a legit threat at receiver that you have to pay attention to now, which is gonna open up the offense for everybody. And now that you have a capable play caller there, is the, the sky's the limit. If you can keep them off balance, the sky's the limit. So, um, listen, 11.55, we hope you enjoyed our week one preview show. It's only going to get better from here. Like I said, there's a rough drag in here, a uh, little punch drunk from just being excited from, for NFL starting today. Um, I got to go get pizza, sodas, and everything, and set my lineup. Listen to so, yeah, that's Brian Jr. He's excited for football off. So, with that being said, KG, you got anything else to add? Uh, go team. <laughs> yeah, literally go team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll talk to y'all. More than likely, we'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Um, we'll do a, we're going to do a Monday show recapping week one probably right before or during the Monday night game, and we'll release it Tuesday morning. Like, is that is that how we're going to do the schedule, KG? Yeah, 
Uh, I think we're going to, we got to, like I said, we got a rough draft and see how we're going to do it. But maybe if something exciting happens on the one o'clock and the four o'clock, we'll jump back in and talk about that. Then we'll just go. Okay. That sounds like a plan. Hey, we're going to get out of here. We hope y'all enjoyed it. We got stuff to do. We got set lineups and stuff. Sideline junkies, the big guy KG, the boss BJ for Delonte. Junie, Jim, on assignment, Mr. America's team himself, Gary, be out of here. We don't do no overtime, especially not on Sundays. Not at all. Peace.